Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Class Clown, the solo pod, solo edition. My name is Chino Liao coming to you still from sunny, vaccinated, Northern California. I'm uh, sorry if this is catching you a little later in the day um, or perhaps tomorrow. I actually don't know when I'm going to release this. So it might be today, later in the afternoon, or uh, tomorrow, early morning, or maybe even next week. Uh, we'll see how I feel about this, uh, <laughs> this take. Kasi hindi naman ako nag-edit ng solo eh. I just rant and ramble. I don't edit it. I just let it go for about 15 minutes and then 15, 30, 20 minutes and then we'll see what happens after that. Um, so yes, that's a little insight into how I produce the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if that interests you, but thank you for listening once again. Uh, thank you for also listening to the last one of these from last week where we talk about the movies and the movie industry. Um, I'm glad that at least some of you listened to it. And I appreciate if you'd let me know your thoughts on any of these solo podcast episodes. Have I ever said anything that you might disagree with, you might agree with, you really like what I say, etc.? Please let me know because I want as much feedback as I can get especially when I am just literally talking to myself here for the next few minutes. Um, but as for now, as for today, uh, how are you guys? How's your week been going? Um, I have had a particularly busy week, so I apologize again if this is coming out later than expected. And I'm coming lima, at least five of you that look forward to me. So I know that at least five of you, uh, out of the five people, I know that four of them are not related to me. So yung isa, yung one solid Chino Liao fan is <laughs> out there disappointed that it's later in the day. So sorry to you, one fan. But if there's more of you, let me know. Uh, let me know if I, I've uh, been doing great with these because I really, really want as much feedback as I can get. But today's episode, since you guys wanted more comedy talk, I feel like you guys want more comedy talk. We're going to talk about something a little bit more specified. And it has something to do with the joke that I just cracked. And it's all about self-deprecating comedy. It's a, it's a genre of comedy that I've found myself in. After the many, many years, many embarrassing years of doing stand-up in, in the country, in the Philippines, here and everywhere else, I've become essentially a self-deprecating comedian. And I don't necessarily know how that translates on a much a larger scale because... 
truth be told, the comedians that I love watching don't just do self-deprecating comedy. They're a lot broader, broader than that, you know? Guys like Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan does a lot of great fat jokes about himself, which is great. But he also has a lot of very unique insights into things, which is where his the extra level comes from. Bill Burr. Bill Burr is just angry at all things. Dave Chappelle is very insightful. Not a lot of them actually just do self-deprecating humor, which is where my problem actually comes from. Because I didn't essentially start out as a self-deprecating comedian. If you listen to the very first one of these, my very first uh, solo pod wasn't just about uh, me doing stand-up for very long. It was also uh, about me essentially doing uh, fat jokes. It ended up being that way because that's how I was taught. I was taught to call out the obvious. And then for some reason after that, you just realize that you're stuck in that same loop of just doing the same fat jokes. And it's funny, don't get me wrong. Um, a lot of people in the country have made a career out of that, most notably Red Oliero, about making a career out of being fat and doing fat jokes. But at the back of my mind, I've always wondered what it would be like to have a joke that was funny, that didn't come at some expense of my soul. <laughs> you know, that didn't that didn't nick away at my ego. Yeah, it's easy to say that if you don't want to be doing fat jokes, you can just lose weight. But that's I think that's simplifying the problem a lot here, if you think about it. You know, and I'm not saying I'm turning uh my back on all of that, you know. I mean it's still my bread and butter, and if you see me, you know I love my bread and butter. There we go. There we go with that self-deprecating humor. But I guess what I'm trying to get at here is that I there is a want for me, a, a desire for my end to do better in terms of joke writing because that's essentially why I fell in love with stand-up in the first place. It's the whole idea of constructing a joke, of preaching your own point of view uh, to the world and having that point of view be recognized by a lot of people. A lot of comics out there are successful because they are able to do that. I, on the other hand, only talk about my weight. You know, When people ask me what I talk about in my set, what kind of comedy I do, I... <laughs> immediately have to stop and tell myself not to say not to say fat jokes that's the one thing i do not want people to say because it's the most obvious thing people will say and i don't know about you but for me comedy isn't about the obvious it's about observation, but it doesn't have to be about the obvious. Because if you're just going to tell people what they already know, then what? how different does your observation uh, be? How different is your observation compared to theirs? How, how does that separate you from the rest of the herd? You know? Hannah Gadsby 
is a Australian comedian who has a few special on a few specials on Netflix. Uh, but this one special that she's had called Nanette. She talks about self-deprecating humor and how she started her career as a self-deprecating comedian and how after all these years, all the acclaim that she's gotten in Australia, she's decided to just stop doing it. Um, and I, I'm not a <laughs> an adv- advocate of wokeness by any extent here, you know, even though that's essentially what this special is. But it's it's also very funny and very well written. So I suggest you guys watch it despite the fact. Um, But what I will say is that I agree with her when she says that by not doing self-deprecating material anymore, you are being kinder to yourself and you are flexing your muscles. You are exercising your right to write proper jokes instead of jokes that come at your expense. Essentially, that's what she said in in that bit from her special and i i kind of agree with it you know i i kind of see where she's coming from because essentially comedy and comedians we are not really good at self-love <laughs> honestly if you if you talk to comedians out there a lot of them are very hard on themselves i know i am hard on myself because sometimes I'll do a set and it isn't very good. Sometimes it is very good. And even then, I'll still have some things to nitpick from. It's just one of the things that comes with trying to hone your craft. Be a craft that is just so involved with being alone. You know, Essentially, you're alone on stage for minutes at a time. And those minutes seem like hours. And those hours just stretch on forever and if you're up there doing self-deprecating material it feels like it's multiplied the the strain it has on you is multiplied and then you leave the stage after that and honestly comedy being a comedian stand-up it's not the healthiest lifestyle out there there are better ways like if you have a drug habit you are better off than being a stand-up comedian because at least you just have that right and and you don't eat you don't uh, spend all that money on food before and after shows that's what comedians do they eat or drink or stay up till 3 a.m it's a very unhealthy lifestyle you know so with with doing self-deprecating humor that it, it's just triple and 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 the, the amount that it takes the effort that it takes to let people believe that you hate being fat without actually doing something about it it's a it's a fine line that skirts the the realm of insanity you know the the definition of insanity See, Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein said something that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And essentially, that's what you're doing. Whenever I'm on stage, I talk about being fat. I keep throwing it out there and telling jokes about why I'm fat, how I'm fat, you know, how hard it is to be fat. And yes, it gets laughter because that's what you're, that's what people 
expect from a joke. And for me, every time I tell people a joke about why I'm fat, it it's just it's it it hits differently for me, you know. I guess I guess my frustration really comes from a place of wanting to do more than just fat jokes. More than just jokes that aren't about my weight or why I can't lose weight or my own self-deprecation. I had a friend, a close friend, go up to me and tell me that she can't watch my shows anymore because every time she does, she hears a fat joke and And I know that's not the point of humor, but if she feels that way about me, and how do I feel about myself? This is, it's a very introspective take on the whole world. Like I said, I don't think I can stop telling fat jokes anytime soon. Although, ironically, while I'm out here and I have been doing some stand-up shows, I am able to not do as much, as many fat jokes as I thought. Because... I'm of the belief that Americans don't necessarily find that sort of humor the best type of humor out there. And again, there's that whole aspect of, of wokeness and of trying to, you know, to be nicer to yourselves and to other people. But I never really started out doing fat jokes here. I, I, I'm a Filipino comedian. I don't even say that I'm a Filipino comedian in America. I just say I'm a Filipino comedian who is telling the world about himself and the, the part of the world that he comes from. And that's essentially where I get most of my foreign-based humor from. It's it's pretty flamish, pretty jokeish if you think about it, but it's also... It's also not because at the same time, I don't talk about family. I don't talk about our culture. I don't see our our Filipino culture as a source of comedy. I don't see it as an exploitative uh, resource. You know, I don't want to use it as a crutch for me. So as much as possible, I only talk about the things that people actually hate in general. Like like traffic, and I talk about how bad the traffic is in the Philippines. You know, I talk about corrupt government officials. I get a little political in in my foreign sets, and for the most part, it passes on well. But as soon as I get off a plane in the Philippines and onto a stage anywhere in the seven thousand. 100 islands. Well, lahat ng islands may stand up, eh, no? But the 1,000 islands sa Pangasinan may stages done. But anywhere in the country that I get on stage and, and do stand up, as soon as I throw a joke that isn't a fat joke, or I throw a joke that isn't about, that doesn't come at my expense. It doesn't go over as well as self-deprecating humor. And that's 
essentially where frustration starts to set in. It's essentially where the the pit that keeps on nicking away starts to nick away a bit further. Am I making sense here, guys? Does this all this this past 15, 16 minutes of me talking make any sense at all? If it doesn't, please let me know. Uh, at Chino Supersized on all my social media. If there are things during this podcast episode or any of my podcast episodes, the ones with the guests, the ones with me just talking to myself, uh, that you actually like, parts that really struck you well, please let me know at Chino Supersized on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. I have TikTok now. If you want to hit me up on LinkedIn, I also have that too. (laughs) I don't have a Tumblr, I'm sorry, or a Reddit or what have you, but everything else you can use to hit me up and let me know what you liked about any of my episodes. Also, guys, if you want to listen to a particular topic, if you want me to have somebody on that is a guest that you really want to learn more about. Perhaps you might know a a doctor or a a drag queen, or and these are actually people that I am looking forward to interviewing. So if you do know a drag queen, send them my way. But if you have any interesting guests out there, if you yourself feel like you have an interesting topic to share with the world, please let me know. Send me a message on my Facebook at Chino Supersized. Also, I would appreciate it for those of you that do listen regularly to give me a follow on the social, on the podcast platform of your choice, whether you listen to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcast. Please leave me a follow, rate my podcast, and give me a sweet, sweet review so that the people of the podcasting world know that there is such a podcast where a fat man talks about not wanting to talk about fat jokes anymore. As a nice little wrap-up, I would just like to say that this isn't the end of me doing fat jokes. I know that it's a novel idea to have a fat man talk about his fatness on the regular, and that's like it's a it's a nice little little thing out there that people throw out. I will still continue to write about my fatness because, like I said, you know, it's, it may be an, a simplification or an oversimplification of of the thing. But if I didn't want to do fat jokes anymore, I would at least do something about my weight. But that's always just easier said than done. I will always just do fat jokes, but maybe not rely on it as heavily. Uh, pun intended, because fat people are heavy. And with that, I think this does it for this week's episode of the Class Clown Podcast. Tune in Friday, this Friday, this week, uh, or wherever other Friday, because I have, or every other day, actually. Why just Friday? But this this, this coming Friday, I have a brand new uh, episode coming out with the one and only Gabe Mercado. 
He is a mentor and a friend and one of the people behind Third World Improv and, of course, the world-renowned Spit. So we're talking about improv. We are talking about his sense of humor, a study on his sense of humor, on, on what he finds funny and how he got to that point and his love for all things in the world. You know, So that's something to look forward to. But until next time, I have been Chino Liao. This has been the Class Cloud Podcast, powered, of course, by Podmetrics. Till next time, goodbye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>